Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. You guys, before I press record, I was like, woo! I literally did a woo! That's how excited I am for this particular episode. Now, I'm sure you're probably thinking I'm going to talk about winning the lottery or buying a Ferrari or having, you know, a size two waist. None of those things apply to me, but I'm still going to woo it up today because put your hand over your chest. I just hit my mic with my hand because I'm doing it right now with you. Do you feel the beating of your heart? Do you feel the inhalation and exhalation of your chest? Did you just blink? Y'all, it's like 600 billion to one that we're here, that we're alive, and that we're connected on this podcast. So if you can't woo that up, I don't know what you can woo it up for. Friends, we're here. And we're better off here today than we were yesterday, but not as good as tomorrow. And on that note... Do you want to hear a crazy statistic? It's in regards to Instagram. Posts that use at least one hashtag get 12.6 more percent of engagement. So why am I telling you this? Well, in addition to being alive and listening to this podcast, if you want more Instagram followers, comments, and likes, using hashtags is the best way to make it happen faster. It doesn't mean you need to use them, but if you want to use it as a catalyst for growth, hashtags will help you get discovered. So do you want to know what this means? Your Instagram account can and should get randomly discovered by users searching hashtags. If you're not waving a ribbon and shaking a tambourine hearing this amazing news, we can't be friends. I mean, I'm sure you have a tambourine just laying around your house. So Instagram openly states it wants people to use hashtags in their posts. So go on. If you want to use all 30 of them, go right ahead with your bad self. Instagram's objective is to keep users on Instagram as long as possible. And hashtags make it easier to find posts and photos that people are searching for. But this is where things get a little tricky. How do you know which hashtags to use? How do you find the best hashtags? There's a lot to take into consideration, but I have a fun little analogy that I think will help you. Okay, prepare your hearts. As any great cocktail connoisseur will tell you, there are three elements to a delicious drink. Number one, the basics. You need ice, you need a glass, stuff like that. Number two, part of a great cocktail is the wow factor, aka your alcohol of choice. And number three, the presentation. We want to have herb leaves, a lime wedge, an olive pick, stuff like that. Now, let's take this analogy and relate it to an Instagram post, because this concoction applies to more places than just a tabletop bar at a restaurant. Am I making you thirsty? Good. Let's dive in. When you talk about Instagram, let's follow the same pattern. Number one, the basics, a scroll stopping caption. Number two, the wow factor, a brag worthy image. And number three, presentation, relevant and discoverable hashtags. It's true that a cocktail can be perfectly drinkable without any herbs, limes, or olives. And an Instagram post can be seen without using any hashtags. But consider the possibilities of adding that extra little element in presentation. Herbs awaken the senses, limes add some pucker, and olives, let's be real. Olives are like a snack in a drink. You're welcome. 
Hashtags allow Instagram content to become searchable, not only by you and your followers, but by anyone. So why wouldn't you pour some hashtags into your post and shake it up a little bit? Hey, that pun was intended. I'm here all day with the mom jokes. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through the four hashtag ingredients to a foolproof hashtag strategy. Number one, searchable terms. Number two, location searches. Number three, geographic searches. And number four, industry searches. So you're going to mix these hashtags into your Instagram cocktail and you'll ensure your top-notch presentation and account discoverability. Okay, so let me put a timeout. I hear I want to have a conversation with you because nothing I loved more as a child was to do things alongside somebody. My mom as a kid, she ordered me something called Highlights Magazine. And when I say ordered, I mean she went to the dentist office and picked up old expired issues of Highlights Magazine. But still, let's not judge my mom. We had no money. And she was just going to repurpose old issues of the Highlights Magazine from the dentist office because we had a chance to do it together. So friends, if you liked doing things with other people, how about you do something with me? I want to let you know that we have a completely free hashtag workbook that corresponds directly with this episode. If you want to follow along, take notes and brainstorm hashtags right along with me, go to jasminestar.com forward slash hashtag strategy. You can pause this episode, you can print out the workbook, or you can even just fill it in right there on an iPad phone computer and then press play when you're ready to go. I don't know about you, Buttercup, but I am a totally visual learner and I can learn only so much from a podcast without getting my hands on and seeing something visual for myself. And what better way than to do it together? Okay, this is like an adult's version of Highlights Magazine. That's why I created this guide and I want to take you through the hashtag strategy step by step. Plus, it's free. You don't have to go to your dentist office to get it. You can get it at jasminestar.com forward slash hashtag strategy and then come back to me. Okay. So are you ready to do this now? Do you have a guide? All right. Let's do this. The first hashtag group is searchable terms. My question to you may sound simple, but it's so important. Are you using hashtags that your dream customer is looking for, a.k.a searching for. No, really. Put yourself in your customer's shoes. What are they searching for when they open their Instagram app? Now, I get it. Not everybody all the time is searching for something on Instagram. But when they do search on Instagram, we just want to make sure that they find your content. It's very often that I search Instagram for things that I need. I searched Instagram when I was looking for Easter items to put in Luna's Easter basket. It was our first Easter together. We couldn't shop because of quarantine. And I went to Instagram to look for things to put in there. When I travel to a new city and I'm looking for a makeup artist or a videographer to collaborate with, the first place I go is Instagram. If I'm traveling to a metropolitan area and there's like a really great coffee shop that I want to go that's local and not franchised, the first place I go to is Instagram. This is me searching with something with intent. And y'all, let me tell you, Instagram hashtags work. I have collaborated with creative people. I have found really cool places to work or study or even shoot. And I found really amazing product and services by hashtags. That meant that the people who were producing content on Instagram 
hashtag their content for me to find it when I was searching. So they put themselves in my shoes and I want you to do the same. For example, let's say you're a relationship coach and your hashtags are all about finding love. You have to think long and hard about whether or not your ideal couple thinks they need help. Like, do they think they need help? And are they searching actively for a relationship coach? Chances are they don't know what they need and they don't know that you're selling what it is that they need. So I have to ask you again, what is your ideal customer searching for on Instagram? What are they looking for? How do they spend their free time? Where do they shop? What podcast do they listen to? You have to understand that hashtags are micro search engines. So once you have a clear understanding of your customer's behaviors and what they do online, you will know what they're searching for, even if the thing that you provide isn't what they're necessarily searching for, you can have your content be inserted as part of that search that relates to that search. And then a light bulb goes on above their head and say, huh, I didn't know that this was the thing I was looking for. Your content should be part of a greater social situation using hashtags that a whole community of your ideal customers are engaging with is really helpful in just allowing them to recognize you as a valuable part of the conversation that they're already partaking. When it's a part of the social conversation, when it's a part of something that they're already engaging with, when somebody stumbles upon your profile after, you know, searching, let's say, for a podcast about relationships or podcast about current events, and you're hashtagging somebody who's going through a makeup or a breakup, and then you make your podcast episode about that, and then you're hashtagging that particular social conversation they stumble across this thing that they didn't know that they needed. So they're surprised and delighted that you are offering exactly what they need. Using hashtags that insert yourself in an online hashtag conversation has the propensity to revolutionize your business. And that, my friend, is how you find new followers who turn into prospective customers. But first, you got to put yourself in their shoes and create content for what they want to see and what they're already engaging with. Next up is location searches. This is for people searching for things, people, photos specific to a certain location. Using location hashtags is, I am telling y'all by far, it is so effective because a person is searching specifically for what is going to be provided in your neighborhood. So a location search is going to be around things that are local, like specific, the name of a restaurant. If you're an artist, perhaps a particular gallery that you're showing in. If you're a musician, the event location where you're performing. So let's say I was a musician. Let's say I'm a guitarist and I'm going to be performing at the Grove in Los Angeles. And I wanted people who were at the Grove or searching the Grove to find out that I was going to be playing at the Grove. Well, then I would use hashtag the Grove LA. Now, I want to make sure that we're drawing distinctions between our next category, but I want to put a pin here. If I was doing a location search, let's just say for a particular place in my hometown, a place I want to eat. Well, I could hashtag Cafe Gratitude. 
But also, I could add a hashtag that's very specific to my hometown, which would be hashtag Cafe Gratitude Newport Beach. Okay, we're going to come back to this in a second, but kind of hold here. These are places like physical places that you could cite with that people are going to be searching for that particular thing. Okay, location. The third type of hashtags to use on Instagram are geographic searches. This search term is for people looking for businesses based in city or state. Now, friends, this is the difference between a location search. A location is a location, not a geographic thing like a city or state. Now, this can get a bit tricky because some people searching for local options, they're going to be looking for it in a lot of different ways. So be sure to use a mix of geographic references to cover all of your bases. I'm really speaking about big cities like New York City. You can use a mix of geographic references due to city abbreviations. So for instance, if I was a real estate agent in New York City, I would put hashtag NYC real estate and or hashtag New York City real estate. Those are both city specific. Now let's just say I wanted to also hashtag for the state of New York. It would be NY real estate. So you can also apply the same kind of geographic search variations to commonly use real estate terms like home or homes, house, and for sale. So we have to kind of think if somebody was searching for a home in New York City, how are the variations that they could think of or use as they search when it comes to geography? Now, some places like Scranton, there's not too many, there's not too many variations. So you're okay. I'm just trying to like lay out the framework of how could you think the way that your dream customer thinks. And finally, our final category, you can use industry searches to get discovered by industry peers. Now, these search terms are based specifically related to your industry, used by peers or counterparts. Now, these search terms tend to be searched by other professionals in your industry. Now, you might think, Jasmine, I don't want more people in my industry following me. I don't want people in my industry leaving comments because they're not going to become my customers. If that's what you're thinking... Okay, I get it. But if you're only using hashtags that your industry is searching for, that's what you're ultimately going to get. Now, if you don't want to use those hashtags to connect, collaborate, or network with others in your industry, then I would peel back on commonly used references that only you in your industry know about. So if you're a makeup artist and you're using hashtag MUA Seattle, only industry peers, no MUA, boo-boo. If you're on this podcast, you're like, MUA, what does that mean? Makeup artist. But commonly, makeup artists are the people who use the abbreviation MUA. So if your dream customer ain't searching for MUA Seattle, I would definitely encourage you to write makeup artist Seattle, Seattle makeup artist, SEA makeup artist. We have to think about how those people are going to be searching. So they could be industry hashtags, like from groups you're part of, like hashtag social curator. Okay. Or memberships that are industry specific, like APA member, or even clubs that are industry related, like hashtag Rotary International. Once you start searching for hashtags, you're going to soon discover similar ones used quite frequently in specific niches. And the good news is that Instagram auto-suggest hashtags. Y'all, this is powerful. Like, Instagram is going to help you have relevant hashtags. So if you can think 
of just one or two hashtags that you think would be powerful for your customer, well, you're going to be well on your way to find the best hashtags for attracting your ideal client. So for instance, you can be in the app or you can even be on the desktop version of Instagram. Open up your laptop, go to Instagram.com and there at the top of your page, right in the center, you will see a rectangular box with a magnifying glass. And let's just say you wanted to have brunch. You wanted to look for the hashtag brunch. And so when you look at the hashtag brunch, there's millions and millions of posts for brunch. Chances are, if you use hashtag brunch, that hashtag is so big that your post is quickly going to get lost in all the hullabaloo. However, if you type in hashtag brunch, it will give you a lot of different options. Brunch outfit, brunch boys. You know, it's like all these random hashtags, but you're like, oh, I'm seeing smaller hashtags that I think are really relevant to what I think my dream customer is looking for. And because it has less posts, I think I have a higher likelihood of getting discovered. There isn't a hard and fast rule. I am not saying you shouldn't use hashtags with over 5 million. You can mix those in occasionally, but if you really want to get discovered, I think it's a very powerful thing to like really take into consideration inserting yourself in a hashtag conversation that's less than 500,000 entries as a rule of thumb. If you want to get discovered and it's relevant to the conversation, a smaller hashtag will be most bang for your buck. Now is the time where you would turn the last page of your hashtag strategy workbook and fill in the hashtags that you're going to be using for your business. It's always important to rotate them so you're not using the same 30 hashtags for every post and always make sure that the hashtags you're actually using have to do with the post. Like, don't hashtag JLo if she's not in the photo. You know what I'm saying? That's the quickest way to get your account hidden from hashtag searches because Instagram is so smart and they're smart enough to know what types of things are in your photos. And if you're hashtagging irrelevant items and terms just to get part of like a very big popular conversation, it's just going to come back to bite you. So work hard, play smart, shout out to social curator members because in the month of August, we have an entire action plan, an entire marketing strategy, an entire resource completely dedicated to ensure that the hashtags you're using are powerful barometers of growth. This is how you're going to measure how effective your posts are doing. This is how you're going to measure how many new people are discovering your account. This is how you're going to measure what hashtags are perfect for your business. So sneak peek and shout out to all of y'all. Okay. So friend, I hope this episode and corresponding workbook help you create a hashtag strategy for your business. If you have yet to download the workbook, you gotta get on it. You can find it at jasminestar.com forward slash hashtag strategy. And it even has a corresponding video tutorial. Hey, if you're a visual learner, I got you too. Yes, and you're welcome. I hope you have a fabulous week. I hope that you enjoy this highlights for adults that wasn't taken from an expired issue of the dentist office. Friends, happy hashtagging. Hashtagging. 